Welcome to the Walking in Purpose podcast, where we teach you how to discover your God-ordained purpose for your life and relationships. And I'm your host, Charles Wonsism. Now, let's get after it. Hello, guys, and how are you all doing? Hope you guys have been doing great. You know, it's been such a long, long time. I believe it's been about three weeks, but you know what? It is great to be here again. And you know what? Gosh, it's been like forever. You know, we missed you guys. And uh, we're very happy to be back again to regular schedule. So, you know, we took three weeks off to show our support and solidarity for the Black Lives Movement. And, you know, we're prayerfully watching events unfold in the United States. I want to appreciate some of you who have been praying for the peace in the land and also for our government. It is our hope that the U.S. government will pass laws that will end the brutality of our black community. Amen. And, you know, it is our hope, you know, to now return to regular podcasting. But sincerely, we have really missed you guys. And thank God for this platform. Thank God we are meeting here again to learn from the feet of the master. And I have a topic that, you know, the Holy Spirit dropped on my heart and it's kind of like a strange topic, but I, I, I love it. I enjoy it. And I'm here to talk about um, a topic that I titled, Who is your father? Yes. So that sounds like a strange topic, right? Yes, you know, me too. It sounded that way. But as God began to explain that topic more to me, I began to have a clearer understanding. And I hope that you too will come to the point where you would also experience clarity in this message. So let's let's just start off immediately. So, you know, when God dropped this topic on my heart, I began to wonder, Lord, what will you have me say about this topic of who is your father? And I began to sense that God wants us to see the fatherly side to him. You know, not God, the angry God, or, you know, God, only the giver. But there is a fatherly side to the God that we serve. And we we need God. We need such a father in our lives, even as this world helplessly plunges itself into chaos. You know, God wants you to know that he is your father and that he cares for you. I'll give you a real life scenario. You see, when I was younger... I was affected by my father's uh, successes and failures. And, you know, when my dad makes progress, I would feel very proud because of the respect that that would bring us. And to me particularly, because I was his only son, you know, I have four sisters. And, you know, it got to the extent that whenever, you know, we all travel to the village, that's when we were much younger, uh, that's our villages in Africa, um, you know, they would... And the villagers will ask me, who is your father? And in the villages, we all know that your father's name can point back to the particular family and compound where you come from. Because we, we used to live in, uh, you know, in small, small hamlets in the village. So um, that question of who is your father is a regular question that you know, strangers would ask so that they can put a face to the name. Right. So and as soon as I mentioned my father's name, you know, these women would carry me up and, you know, start singing those village songs. As a child, I did not understand. 
why there was so much joy at the mention of my dad's name. And that is what a good name can do for you when your father lived a good life or lives a good life. Now, imagine if my father was a bad man. Imagine if he was notorious for stealing and making trouble. You know, I, I bet you the reaction of these villagers will be very different from what I experienced. No wonder our father says in Isaiah chapter 45, verse 2, and he says, I will go before you and I will level the mountains. So you see, my dad's name had gone before me. And that was why I was receiving so much love and, you know, at the mention of his name. And I recently joined a WhatsApp group. You know, these were people from my village in Africa living abroad. So somebody came up with the brilliant idea to connect those of us from that village living abroad. So we had people from Germany, United Kingdom, South Africa, United States, ETC. So just last week, I joined this group. And when they asked me to introduce myself, as soon as I mentioned my dad's name again, I started receiving calls. And this was where I met a man who said he last saw my dad about 40 years ago and that he still remembers the discussion that he had the last time he had, saw me, he had seen my dad. This man was so happy that he was connecting with the son of a man whom he had come to love and respect. Never met this man before. You know, and likewise, Bible says, at the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. And guess what? You carry God in your heart. You carry his Holy Spirit. Now, your biological father may not have the kind of effect I had, but I want you to know that there is someone greater, God, who is our father. What our God has done for us is something to be proud of. He did the greatest thing for us by sending his only beloved son, Jesus Christ, to die for our sins. That is what your father is. Your father is all about love. It was this love that made him to take the decision to act. So we ought to be proud of what our father has done for this world. And we can walk tall knowing that he cares for everyone on this planet. Now, who is your father? Let me introduce him to you in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 to 3. Bible says, In the beginning, God, your father, created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and void, and darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. In the verse we just read, we see that your father speaks. He calls forth things not yet created into existence. In other words, you create your world by the things you say. God saw darkness and what did he say? He said, let there be light. What are you declaring in your darkest hour? Yes, God saw the darkness and declared light. 
You too can declare what you want to see. And that is faith. Don't lose hope because of the doctor's report. Declare light in your situation right now. There is so much darkness going on that we as his children of the light have to declare light. Remember, if we as children carry the DNA of our parents, then you too carry the DNA of God. And if God is your father, you will not only look like him, you would also do what he does. Now, one fantastic thing uh, we see children do is that they imitate what their fathers or mothers do. When your dad has so much influence over your life, you will not only come to love him, but you also want to behave like him. And that is what God says in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1. Paul was writing and he said, Imitate me as I imitate Christ. That's what, that is exactly what children do. They imitate. Who are you imitating? Who are your role models in your life that you imitate? Paul, the apostle of Jesus, declared in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1. And I just read it. Simply says, imitate me as I do what? Imitate Christ. So, as children, that's what we do. We imitate. And sometimes, it's just all we need to do. Imitating Christ is following Christ, following his lifestyle, praying, studying the word of God, finding time to commune and worship with God. And you are a child of God, so it is no different. When you carry God's DNA, you cannot help doing what God does. You cannot help loving unbelievers. You cannot help being good. You cannot help but pray, study the Bible, worship, and just loving people back to God. Why? Because this is what Jesus did. This is what our Heavenly Father would do and has transferred to us by virtue of us just being His children. I believe sincerely from the bottom of my heart that there will be needless suffering if people know who their God is. Countless situations would be turned around for good if people knew who their God is. Our God is portrayed as the Lion of the tribe of Judah. So if your father is a lion, then guess what? Guess who you are? You are the son and daughter of the lion of the tribe of Judah. You possess the same genetic makeup as your father who is royalty and sits in the heavens. When a lion roars, every other animal in the animal kingdom recognizes its authority. That is why we speak because our father is always speaking. And if you are a cub of a lion, then the other animals, they would fear you. Why? Because you are the son of a lion. A cub now, even though it's very young, may not possess the strength and stamina of a mature lion. But other bigger animals know not to mess with you. 
It is the same in the realm of the spirit. When Jesus said, I will always be with you, even to the end of the age, that should give us a form of confidence knowing that God is with us no matter what we are going through. Your father made you a promise not to leave you because he knows what it means to leave a child in the midst of wolves. You see, growing up, I always felt invincible whenever my dad was with me. If I was bullied in school and my dad walks me home from school, I believed nothing could ever go wrong. Why? Because my father is with me. My dad was with me. That is the same level of confidence we ought to have when we know God is with us in our present circumstances. Nothing will ever go wrong in your marriage, finances, relationships, and career if God is with you. And you know he's with you right there. So who is your father? Your father is a God of love. He loved us even when we were yet sinners. He loved us so much that he made a move to save humanity from their sins. That is, that is the God we serve. It would be wrong for me to talk about this topic without mentioning that God is love. Now, Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7 from verse 9 to 11, and it says, Which of you, if his son asks for bread, would give him a stone? Or if your son asks you for a fish, will give him a snake? So if you who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more your heavenly Father in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Now, this reminds me of a parable of the prodigal son who asked for his inheritance prematurely, and of course, he got it. So he took this money that his father gave to him, and he, had, he spent it foolishly and lavishly until there was no more money left. And it did not end there. Even his friends left him too. He spent some time living in inhumane conditions and finally said to himself, I will return to my father because my father's servants live much better than me. Ladies and gentlemen, this man was so hungry that even pig food at the time was, 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 was delicious to him. Yes, he fell that low to begin to consider pig food. But little did he know that ever since he left home, his father had been coming out every day, standing in front of his porch, looking all around. Now he would come out, look far off to see if he would see his son return home. Now let us look at Luke chapter 15 from verse 18 to 24. And Bible says, now, this was the prodigal son saying, I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he got up and went to his father. Now, but while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, 
bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and he is now found. So they began to celebrate. Now, my people, just like the prodigal son, many in this world are lost. And it is wrong to teach that God is ready to inflict pain on you because you were bad. That is what religion believes. That you have to be good to earn God's love. The broadcast son wasn't good. He took his father's money, went, squandered it, and even the son said, you know what, I'll return to my father. Religion teaches you that you have to be good to earn God's love. That is religion and that is false. But from the story we just read, we see that God loved his child and was waiting for him to come back home ever since they parted ways. Now, God is speaking to somebody today, somebody listening to me, to come back home where you belong. You left home. Now you are in the world, you are confused. You are addicted to drugs. You are addicted to fornication, to sex, to drinking and righteous living. Addicted to boys, to men. Addicted to all of these things because you are so far away from home. God is not angry with you. God is not mad at you either. He has been waiting for this moment to be finally reconnected with you again. Yes, your father is good. That is why we say God is good. He is a good, good father. He would leave the 99 sheep in search of the one lost sheep. And that is you. That is me. That is how far and deep God's love is for you. I mean, who leaves 99 sheep in the desert and go in search of one lost sheep. Especially when he runs the risk of losing the 99 if he left looking for the one. Now let us look at Luke chapter 15 from verse 3 to 7. And it says, Then Jesus told them this parable. What man among you, if he has a hundred sheep, and loses one of them, does not leave the 99 in the pasture and go after the one that is lost until he finds it. And when he finds it, he joyfully, he joyfully puts it on his shoulder, comes home and calls together his friends and neighbors, you know, to tell them, rejoice with me for I have found my lost sheep. In the same way, I tell you, that there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous ones who do not need to repent. This is who your father is. And don't let anybody, don't let anyone, don't let any teaching tell you otherwise. Your father is not angry with you he loves you. Let us pray. Lord, I thank you for the word I have just received. Thank you for showing me who you are. You are a good, good father. You are a wonderful savior and you are a God of love. 
Thank you for the love you have for me and for every sinner out there. Once again, I pray that you open my eyes to see you for who you truly are. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. And I'm sure this message has blessed you as much as it has blessed me. Please like, subscribe, share, and leave a comment to let me know how you've been blessed by this message. Or if you'd like to email us, you can do so by writing us at info at walkinginpurpose.ca. Also, don't forget to follow our Instagram page, which is at walkinginpurposepodcast, and also share with as many as the Holy Spirit leads you to share with. God bless you and I'll see you next week.